0: Welcome to Think Big with Dan and Cossum. and our guest today is George. So, George, if you want to go ahead and introduce yourself, tell us where you're located and what you do. Sure. Uh, well, I'm George Yusupov.
1: I'm CEO and founder of Operaship. UpperShip is an uh, innovative 3PL solution uh, targeting uh, small and medium e-com businesses and emerging brands. So our goal is to really provide uh, an end-to-end solution where uh, emerging brands can have sort uh, of for their shipping, for their co-working, for their uh, uh, marketing needs, so it's it's sort of like all in one place, uh, specifically designed for small uh, e-com businesses. I'm currently located located in New Jersey. Uh, we have a facility that's operating in Delaware, and we are going to be opening up a fully automated uh, micro fulfillment uh, in Brooklyn, New York, in the next six months.
0: That's really exciting. Um, yep. so, so Thank I guess in terms of how exactly it works, right? So it integrates with Shopify or like, is it an extension? Can you kind of get into more detail of how exactly it works?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So we, are uh, fully integrated with, we have over, uh, I believe it's over 30 integrations with different platforms, e-commerce platforms. So you send us your products, we take over completely uh whenever you get an order we get that order right away and we usually do fulfillment within the same day and off it goes it's it's really simple so it's it's really give, giving you the uh the ability to kind of streamline the whole process so
0: yeah it's kind of, so it's kind of similar to Amazon FBA but it's probably less fees and it's more efficient is my guess
1: yeah Exactly. Exactly. It's it's a lot more efficient. We're a lot more personalized. It's we're sort of like your uh, your own shipping department. Whereas Amazon, it's 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 a it's a whole different beast, if you will.
0: So, what types of products are you working? Because, like for example, like my background and supply chain, I work with you know food products that were temperature controlled. So, is that something that you guys are doing or thinking about doing?
1: Yes, absolutely. So, our main focus right now is actually a barrel and 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 beauty products but we are definitely going to be expanding into uh products that will require some uh temperature control we have that capability so something that we're going to be expanding into but for the most part right now it's apparel uh beauty we can handle some electronics but nothing bulky at the moment
0: so i guess as of right now what does your typical day look like as an entrepreneur well, my typical day is uh, it's its a little crazy because you got to you
1: got to do a lot of stuff, I- including, you know, fundraising, uh, uh, you know, talking to investors, talking to business owners, clients, uh, making sure that operations are intact. So, yeah, the day it's,
2: you know, <laughs> it's crazy. Nice. Cool. So by the way, uh, uh, by the way. Uh would you please let us know how currently how are you spending your day what is your usual day notice? uh my day my day in terms of like uh, uh in terms of with business and handling business and your domestic life oh uh so it's
1: it's it's wake up early in the morning right <laughs> <laughs> start to down, down yeah uh put in some work in the morning do a little workout then you know come home, take my daughter to daycare. And, uh, you know, about eight o'clock, I'm at the computer and meetings back to back. So that's a typical day until it's about five, six o'clock. And then I try to squeeze in some some uh, work in the evening before I get to bed. So yeah, your typical uh, 70 hour week.
2: (laughs) Okay yeah nice so uh by the way uh what is the technology role in your business and your life uh right now
1: we're very tech forward uh tech and automation actually this is one of the big uh differentiator uh in terms of what we do because uh we built our own technology and so mm-hmm. uh it's you know the flexibility uh well, I think the question was the role and it's, it's a big role. I mean, we've tried out technologies that, you know, for like for 3PL purposes, but we just kind of decided that the, the best, the best way for us to, to do is to do it our own.
2: Okay. So it is, it is helping you in, um, generating the leads and, and doing the marketing, like all these stuff. So,
1: uh, yeah, I mean leads marketing we use technology for that as well uh day-to-day operations everything involves around technology I think it's extremely hard to to not use it uh especially if you want to be uh efficient
2: do you think uh there are any improvements um, that um, by the way everybody uh, needs improvements and every business needs improvements so I'm not going that much general at all <laughs> but yeah. yeah do you think like uh technology can can give you more value can give can add more value in your business uh by uh, adding something into it like maybe anything like uh, any type of thing
1: Absolutely. I think technology is essential. Uh, it definitely adds value. Uh, it adds efficiency, provides efficiency,
2: but what could be the main thing that, that you think this thing can leverage my business a lot. This, this thing can give me a lot of value. And I, I I always think about it. Like I should have this. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, we do have a very healthy, healthy, if you will, a backlog of things that need to be done. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> if you want me to dive into that, I mean, it's going to take uh, probably a whole. I <laughs> I <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay, okay, I'm not. I'm, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess like if it's as of today, like what would it be? I mean, we can, you know, in terms of technology, it's just getting more specific. Um, specific, but I guess like, what is your number one? priority technology-wise for 2023? I think it's
1: bringing up, not bringing up to speed, but uh, drastically improving on our uh, existing technology in terms of the uh, uh, the warehouse management system, uh, the transportation management system. So whatever we're using today, our in-house technology is just massively improving it. And uh, probably the next step would be to drastically improve uh user experience uh right now we're we're focusing more on the utility side utility aspect of the technology i mean there's just so much to expand on when it comes to technology it's it's <laughs> it's not even funny
2: but obviously uh this is the this is the uh age of tech by the way and after uh in in 2023 after uh, the introduction of uh, ai and uh, gpt mm-hmm. things are evolving in a very speedy manner so i believe there will be, be a lot of things at your side to, uh, you will be going to plan so yeah. uh precisely what are the goals for your next six months genetically genetically not just dependent on the technology
1: well for the next six months like I said it's launching our new facility it's uh getting automation in place improving our technology and uh you know just just being able to to scale and provide provide you know provide a a really really great service for our clients and 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 so next six months are just dedicated for that so So, the expansion the scale yeah
0: so you're WMS and TMS that are custom built by you guys right yeah so is also like a goal like have you thought about selling that to other companies as well or are you planning on keeping that um you know software in-house only for upper
1: yeah not at the moment exactly so we're right now it's built for us uh we have no plans to you know to sell it to other uh 3pl companies
0: so what made you want to do a custom build wms or tms because there's so many options out there actually like uh, my background is in that I used to work in supply chain so i used to work with those systems so what made you want to do custom like your own system as opposed to using some other one sometimes
1: i ask myself the same question and uh you know it's uh, it's a tricky one you definitely don't want to build where you avoid building I think that's the uh that's where you should go with uh we just saw our product in general our company as something different uh in terms of the offering and if we were trying to it was just it was just too much inconvenience and and to kind of put together like existing WMS and then other things that we wanted to do so we had to build a core uh, that is our system and then on that where we don't have to build we'll just we'll 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 use a we'll just build a a tech stack on top of that meaning we'll be integrating with different services and engines and you know avoid building everything ourselves obviously
0: so are you a developer or like when was the first line of code written for this? when? Yeah, yeah. I think it was
1: 2021 okay. and it took like a couple, you know, iterations when we actually got to the product that we wanted to build.
0: But are you like a developer yourself? Like what's your not, background? Okay. No, I'm not
1: I'm not a developer, so I have a <clears throat> technology partner that I work with uh but I'm not a developer now.
0: So I guess like you know, if you're not a, a, a developer, like, what do you recommend for somebody starting a business? Like, how do you find a good um, technology partner? Like how you were able to find it's it's
1: tricky, I think, especially when you don't know what you're doing. I mean, especially when you don't have a background, probably referrals, word of mouth. Uh, I got my well, before I got to my final technology partner, I had several you know bad experiences i think everyone goes through this so i think i found one on upwork and then it just kind of led to uh you know to building a relationship
0: yeah so, upwork is a good place. it's funny because costum and i met on five and i had the same exact experience as you like i had an app myself and i had all these different partners and then Cosm was the one that i'm like okay this guy actually knows what he's talking about so yeah. like yeah it's it's a difficult thing it is absolutely I
1: think you want to look for a partner uh as as just a contractor uh a partner is someone who is willing to share the risks when when need to and who's willing to take accountability and I think that's important
0: your partner also in the U.S or New York or where they located yeah uh
1: they're uh partially in in Ukraine unfortunately with everything that's been going on and uh some have left but yeah primarily they're a ukrainian based partner
0: well yeah i mean i see like a lot of ukrainian um, folks that are in the tech space there's so many engineers in ukraine which is really cool yeah um i guess in in terms of like you know next steps or in terms of expansion right you talked about the warehouse in brooklyn like what's next like in the pipeline if we're talking a couple years from now like are you planning on growing outside of new york like what is the vision for upper ship
1: yeah, we want to build those micro fulfillment centers across the U- U.S. And so, uh, yeah, next five years are going to be exciting. Going to be filled with with growth and and pain because, you know, growing pain it's 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 real thing. But yeah, we're excited about the future.
0: So I guess in terms of like. When you're adding new facilities like how do you plan to do it in a way because i think it's like sometimes companies grow too quickly like how do you plan to do it in a way that's like sustainable where it's like you're not opening up like a bunch of you know warehouses like all at once like how are you going to do it from that standpoint
1: we do have a plan of how we are going to be rolling uh them out and it's uh it's just it's a process that i guess you have to like you have to understand you know fundamentally uh like what you're doing what your you know what your client looks like you know what the needs are and you know you might roll out a facility that's just not going to fill up and it's you you really have to do your homework before. This is why we're, we're, you know, very specific about the areas where we want to be clients that we want to work with automation that we adopting it's, it's everything. I mean, it's really hard to kind of like, just give an answer in one sentence. Like this is the,
0: you know, the strategy it's just, it's, it's a lot of homework, right? So as hard as strategy, like, how are you going about selling this to your you know clients I'm sure there are probably people like on the waiting list ready you know for you guys to roll out like you know is it like LinkedIn like where are you finding these these customers yeah right now
1: we're doing we're actually uh kicking our campaign off uh we're started uh because up until this moment a lot of things were in sort of like proof of concept and so now it's actually about to uh take off but yeah LinkedIn for sure uh, although our uh ideal client is not really a typical linkedin uh persona uh so it's email marketing it's you know google ads facebook ads you know yeah. i'm i'm not the the best uh marketing expert here but uh uh, yeah, it's 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 all those things. Yeah, to u- utilize all those channels.
0: Have you thought about like Instagram or TikTok? I feel like you know we're in the e-commerce space too. I feel like a lot of our you know clients are just hanging out like on those platforms.
1: Absolutely, yeah, yeah. So it's it's built in into our strategy. Uh, Instagram, TikTok, absolutely. You
0: got to be there. You got to go where your clients are. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Custom. Go ahead. Yeah.
2: yeah. So, uh, have you ever? Uh give a thought uh for AI in your business yes artificial intelligence in your business yes
1: absolutely we do use a little bit of AI right now although not for uh utility purposes in terms of like our technology uh but this is definitely something we're looking into uh especially in uh analyzing order uh patterns inventory control and and Just all of those things in order to to be able to provide insights for our clients that are just going to be very packed with with you know value. So yeah, absolutely. Answer your question. Yes.
2: So um, a little bit off uh, from this topic, but uh, what risks and sacrifices does such an enterprise enterprise demand Uh, at the stage? Risks and sacrifices.
1: Yeah, Yeah, I think risk. You have to be able to kind of like it's a huge risk you know you you can calculate risk as much as you want but at the end of the day I think you have to have the stomach for the risk you have to be able to go (laughs) for the ride uh you know it's really hard you plan one thing and then you know another thing happens and then you know the economy is bad and you know a bunch of things that just out of your control and so just have to be aware of 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 risk you know do your best to kind of mitigate as my uh um one of my advisors he always says, says that you know revenue revenue cash flow we always have to be thinking about revenue we always have to be thinking about uh, cash flow but as a as a ceo as an entrepreneur you always want to think about other things as well like improving your product speaking to clients marketing and this and that and so yeah risk is definitely it's a real thing you got to be aware you got to be able to go for that right um sacrifice i mean at the end of the day i think you have to enjoy it you know regardless of risk and sacrifices if you if you're not enjoying this it's it's going to be very painful
2: <laughs> <laughs> indeed indeed yeah. because in entrepreneurship there are a lot of uncertainties <laughs> yeah
1: yeah absolutely. it's like uh mike Tyson says you know everyone's got a plan until you get punched in
2: the mouth and so <laughs> yeah,
1: all that goes yeah. out the window so
2: yeah this is, this is this is cool, yeah. yeah, impressive. So uh by the way, uh at this stage, like where you are, do you uh care about the competitors as well? you you think about the competitors as well or you think like you are matchless, you don't have any competition? Oh no,
1: no, 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 Of course competition is there. It's a real thing. you know, we admire some of our competitors. At the end of the day i think it's 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 not a winner takes all industry and market so uh you know we are our 15 e-commerce transactions are happening on e-commerce right now in in the next 15 years it's going to get to 95 percent. so uh it's just going to be room for everyone you have to understand your technology you have to understand your market your client what are you actually doing for your client and then you know competitors are great you could you know brainstorm bounce ideas and so and they actually make you better
0: so do you uh you yeah. do you view amazon as well as one of your competitors or no
1: not really we're just different like we're not really focusing on fba uh you know amazon's it's you know thanks to amazon a lot of companies like ours exist actually in the first place Cause uh, they're the ones that started with like, you know, FBA and, and taking it to mass market. They're huge. They're great. They have their negative sides for sure. They have their positives. And so it's just different, different clients that we're targeting.
0: Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Amazon. Yeah. We're, we're also in e-com like I mentioned, like we don't view Amazon as competition because like you said, they're a totally different ball game and it's, it's yeah, e-commerce and, and we're also in the space, so i had an e-com store for nine years like i understand exactly what you're saying i mean right. that 95 percent of you know business like an ecom is a real thing and it's going to be going in that direction so just to wrap i guess what advice do you have for any entrepreneur somebody who's thinking about starting a business like, and making that leap kind of you know what what um, you have done so far uh
1: i think it's you know uh learning be open to learning i think it's you know it everything is evolving so fast just just stay on top of things do your best and uh you know and head down first i don't know four years five years just like you know it's a grind
0: yeah a hundred percent well uh, we're Rooting for you at Southlake, you know we're wishing, you know we're hoping for Shift to be a very successful company and multi-million dollar company in the next few years. So let's keep in touch and hopefully, you know we wish you the best and lots of success.
1: Absolutely, thank you guys. It was uh, it was a pleasure. Appreciate Likewise. this
2: one. This one yeah. observation. I, I I think more and more entrepreneurs are wearing black shirt. <laughs> uh, oh, that's right. <laughs> I didn't even realize that. It was, yeah, many like, yeah, of our podcasts, uh, many of the entrepreneurs were uh, in black shirt as well. It's just uh, easy
0: because you don't have to like think about it. I know, like Zuckerberg was always like, "Oh yeah, this is just what I wear every day." I don't even think about. it. I'm like, that's me. I'm like, this is just an easy thing, and that's it. So. That's all true.
1: Yeah, but I didn't. I didn't yeah. realize that. Yeah, it's like we're from the same crew. <laughs> exactly. Exactly.
0: All right, George. Well, day. thank you so much. Have a great well, uh, rest of you. your day. Thank you. You All as right, well. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.